Hello, and you're listening to the Fast Lane podcast, a podcasted version of the radio show Fast Lane that is broadcast on Cork City Community Radio 4 till 6 every Monday with me, Ryan Jones, and Sean Collins. And what a show we had! We had musician Kendall Moody live in studio where she talks about her music career and her inspirations. Plus, she performed not one, but two songs live in studio. And one of them songs was an exclusive, never heard before song that she performed for the first time ever on our radio show, which was really, really exciting. We also spoke to a representative from the Road Safety Authority about the driving tests and NCT backlogs that are currently affecting Ireland and young people, and also the rising fatalities on Irish roads this year. Now, I should point out before the show starts that me and Sean were very, very, very ill and very tired in this show. Like, I was coming down with the flu, as you may have heard, and Sean was dangerously sleep deprived. So it was an actual miracle we even got through the show. But no bother, the show must go on, and the show did go on, and it was a good show. So please enjoy this podcast's version of the show that was performed on the 8th of May on Cork City Community Radio. And if you want to listen to the show live, you can do so on Mondays, 4 till 6. You can do it if you live in Cork City by tuning in to 100.5 FM or if you live anywhere else in the world, you can go to Cork City Community Radio's website and follow the Listen Live link. Unless you live in the UK, then you can't listen. You've got to listen to the podcast version. Damn you, Brexit. So anyway, let's get on with the show. Driving down the bypass to have a laugh, it's Fast Lane with Ryan Jones and Sean Collins. City Community Radio with me, Ryan, and like always, I'm joined by who me, is it? Sean. Oh, Sean, let me. Yeah, you don't, you don't keep me waiting, Ryan. Don't keep me waiting. I waited long enough. We have waited. Do you know what? We have. Haven't we? we waited two weeks. Two weeks for our debut show, mm. our standout debut show, where we did amazingly great. And then Amazingly great. Did, do you know what? That was reviews. Oh, was it? Was it the, the official review? Yeah. Amazingly great. Mum said it was amazingly great. Oh, your mum. There we go. Dad said it was amazingly great. Our listeners. There we go. Shout out to Ryan's mum and dad. Well, that's the thing today. That's interesting. Oh. Um, so we do have listeners today. We definitely have we my mum and dad. Mm-hmm. But there is a football match happening in my hometown of Northampton. Let me pause you. Football match. Yes, football. Do you mean soccer? No, I mean football, which is really cold. Is is it? Are they allowed to touch it with their hands? No, it's why it's called football. So it's soccer. No, it's called football. Oh, Ryan, you Englishman. What? Man. Hold on. No, rewind. It is soccer. No. It is soccer. No, you can't touch your hands. It's called so. It's called football. Yeah. Ah. What are you on about? It's soccer, and I'm telling you, it's soccer, and I will not concede that it isn't soccer. No, it's <laughs> no, mm-hmm. you are wrong. Oh, we okay. listen. Fair enough. We invented football. It's what we call it. Oh, no. I don't know. You just steal your inventions, don't you, Ryan? Anyway, so we start with an argument, which is great. But the point I was making is, for my parents list this show, mm-hmm. I am going to have to live commentate on the football match that is currently Fair enough. for my dad. Yeah. So as we stand, it is currently 15 minutes in and nil-nil. And who is it playing again? Northampton and somewhere else. Someone else. <laughs> someone else. Let's go someone else. <laughs> Are you dare support someone else. So, yeah. I'm going to. I'm going to support anybody against Northampton now. Because yeah, so... I know where you're from. Right? <laughs> Don't tell people. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we weren't in last week, were we? No, that we was... weren't, unfortunately. I was crying all week because yeah. of it. How many people messaged you saying, did we get cancelled? I actually, I actually got two texts. 
from people from the class. Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. What did they say? Uh, read well, them out. <laughs> I will not read them out. <laughs> there was a number of swear words in, involved saying, did you already mess it up? Let's use the word. <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't, people. We don't mess up, do we, Ryan? No, and you know what? We've come back on full form today, haven't mm-hmm. we? Oh, we have. We have some amazing things lined up. We do, honestly. Um, but we should point out before we start is I'm a bit poorly. And I'm quite desperately sleep deprived so this is a great show yes this will be like like a show you've never heard that's the guarantee but don't well, we do have people carrying it for us for example we do so who do we have lined up we have a wonderful singer named kendall moody she's from wicklow but she's been adopted by cork she's like she's a cork woman now so she will be on with us from about quarter past going onwards uh, she'll be singing us a bit of tunes as well oh, she has two songs including a song that has not been released yet. Oh my god, exclusive. I know, I know. Cork City Community Radio got an unreleased song. I know, exclusive. We're already paying our due. I'm sorry. It's already worth having us here. I'm really excited. Well, do you know what? We should start with, should we start? with some more songs first, shouldn't we, oh, Sean? We should, we should. So I think we should start with a good old bit of... Actually, the song we're going to start with now, I do want to talk about a bit. Because oh. this music video was released last week, and it was on YouTube... And they were like going, if you watch this video, you will cry. And I was oh. like, oh, I cried. never. I proper cried. Oh my God, I, Ryan. I actually had a full blown cry over it. Like it, Ryan. the video, like we'll, do, I tell you, we'll, we'll play the video. We'll come back. We'll talk about the video. Yeah. But we're going to play now. Lewis Capaldi wishing you the best. I miss knowing what you're thinking. And hearing how your day has been. Into everything I need all alone. I wanna say I wish that you never left. Oh, but instead I only wish you the best. There we go. That is "Wish You the Best" by Lewis Capaldi, with the most saddest music video I think I've ever watched ever. It sounds like a very sad song, but I've not seen the video. That's right. So picture this. Okay, I'm picturing. Let me close my eyes. Camera pants. Right. So basically, it's about right. And this. um, Okay, hold on. So basically, it's about. (laughs) Hold on, wait. No. So basically, what it's about. I'll tell you now, actually. So the music video is basically. Wait. I'm waiting, Ryan, I'm waiting. You're ruining the visions of... Oh, the sad music. So, so the music video is about an old man. He has a dog. He loves this dog. The dog's oh, his no. best friend. And he's also a postman. <laughs> Wait, then, the dog's a postman? <laughs> no, no, well, sort of. He goes. He's like Postman Pat, but with a cat with a dog, right? What a weird person. Okay, So anyway, the, guy go, the postman goes out with the, with the dog. Mm-hmm. They deliver post, it's lovely. And then one day... The old man coughs into a handkerchief. Ew. And then, <laughs> and then, and then, it's a grave. He died. Wait, what? What's a grave? What? The, the, post- the handkerchief. The postman. <laughs> that escalated so quickly. <laughs> yeah, the postman died, right? And the dog's like gutted. So wait, he's coughed into a handkerchief, and the next scene is death. Yeah. That's about outrageous. And you've no? never seen anything ever. <laughs> no, I haven't. I'm not a big TV person. That's why so we then, have Siobhan. Anyway, so. Oh, yeah, Siobhan, later on, for a few with you. Just tune in, 5.45. Oh, Ryan. So, anyway, the dog then hangs out by the grave, and then the new postman comes and goes, this dog needs a job. So he takes him as the new postman, and the dog goes round, and he lives with the new postman, and they go and visit the grave, and at the end of the music video, the dog dies, 
and they put the collar on the old postman's grave. Really? Yep. That's quite stupid, if I can say it so myself. It's not. It's, it, not it's extremely stupid. I will watch it later because you're not. your description may not have done it for me. No, it, it, honestly, it's it, 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 it one of those things where it's just said like, oh, this is the saddest thing you're ever going to watch. Mm. And do you know what? It generally was one of the saddest things I ever watched. Is it sadder than Titanic? No, no, Titanic is legitimately so sad. What about Merrily and me, Ryan? Titanic's great, because at the end of Titanic, it really shows that it doesn't matter if you're wealthy or you're you're not wealthy, you will end up in the same place. There was space in that door for Jack, I'm just saying. No, there wasn't. There was space there in wasn't that door, space for Jack. The door for Jack. No, because it would have sunk. Well, you know, I don't know why he was such a gentleman about it. Well, you'd have just sold him down the river, would you? Absolutely. Lovely. Anyway, let's. Anyway, we're now going to bring our guest on after these Vox Pop breaks. Driving you out of Mondays in style with Ryan and Sean. Leave for the city 
And welcome back after that short song. And we are currently joined in studio by the singer of that song. Ryan, what did you think of the song? Really good. I really, really enjoyed it. I'm happy you didn't say anything bad. (laughs) That would have been very bad considering we have Kendall Moody sat next to us. Hi, Kendall. How are you? Hi, how are you? We're handy out now. We're all right, aren't we, Ryan? Yeah, well, I'm I'm tired. You're tired. We know, Ryan. You're tired. (laughs) I'm uh, currently 1-0 to Northampton. S. Hopkins scored the goal. S. Hopkins. Yeah. Shush, Ryan. Um, so, Kendall, would you tell us an old bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So, firstly, I'm delighted to be here. So, nice Bobby, to be here now. No, I'm happy morning. to have you on. <laughs> so, my name is Kendall, and I'm from a place called the Glen of Mal in West Wicklow. And I'm currently studying music in Cork and the Cork School of Music and loving every bit of it. Good. So, I've just finished now my second year, I have a few more exams to do, and then I'm heading off to America for the summer. So, looking forward to that. And where in America are you looking at going? So, I'm going to Texas. Going to be a camp counsellor for a few months at time, so. Camp counsellor, Ryan, what do you think of that job? It'd be really good. Well, I think it'll be, it depends, like, so, I don't know what it means, it depends. Like. It, it, it makes it makes me think of horror movies, I'll be honest. Yeah. Do you know, like, Friday the 13th and all that, aren't they all around camps? Well, have fun at camp, anyway. Have fun at camp. <laughs> um, so what will the job you'll be doing there as a counsellor, what will you be doing day to day? Yeah, so I'm going to be specialising in music, so teaching kids guitar and songwriting and maybe some poetry and stuff like that. So looking forward to the experience. It's kind of really down my lane, so... You're a bit nervous for it, are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we won't know until we go. <laughs> did you get that through the college or did you apply like in an in, in, in external sort of...? Um, so I actually applied online outside of the college. It was called Camp America. And um, had a bit of an issue getting my visa at first. I drove all the way up to Dublin and forgot a form, so I had to drive oh, all the way back down again. <laughs> but um, look, we—I was telling my brother he's only gone to Australia. Well, he's been in Australia now since October, and he was saying, "Did you not tell them you're the Dolly Parton of Ireland?" <laughs> <laughs> That's high praise, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Uh, how long have you been in Cork? Because I can tell the accent isn't exactly <laughs> Gronabrotha or Farnry. Not exactly on me yet. No, <laughs> no. no. Um, I've been in Cork now for two years. So Lovely. Where did you come from? So Wicklow. Um, so I'm, I suppose, south, though, of the Cork City. So I um, haven't yeah. been up in this part really much. But um, <laughs> it's, um, it's it's different and I like it because it has culture. It's um, it's a nice... And can I ask, what started you off with music? What got your interest spiked in it when you were younger? Well, I've always been interested in music, um, definitely from a young age. But my most, I suppose, influential person in my life was my step-grandfather, when I was very young, he was um, in a band himself, but um, he just had this front room in his house and every Saturday morning my mum used to come over and um, his first wife, she passed away. Um, well, I suppose they remarried my granny. Um, it's a long story, I guess, but my granny, her first husband died um, and she remarried then. Um, so I suppose my step-grandfather never really had kids around him in his life. Um, and then all of a sudden he had these five grandchildren that just came upon him so he was like right okay I'm gonna make the best of this so um he's just always been such a great person and 
he basically just said, you know, you have to go do music. Um, you you see, you have a passion for it. So I said, definitely. Yeah. So um, every Saturday morning, he would just blare out, you know, country music <laughs> in his front living room, and it could be ten o'clock in the morning, like, and he just wouldn't care. But um, he yeah, he was a great person. So. And would you say that's what sparked your interest in kind of more folk music as opposed to what people would kind of listen to more on the radio, which I think, I don't know about you, Ryan, but I'd say folk music is one of the more underappreciated forms of music. I mean, it's one of those ones where, like, you just don't... Not many people love the genre, but so many people love a lot of the songs. Yeah, like I said, Dolly Parton there, she's like, I love Jolene, everyone in the world knows everyone the song knows Jolene. Jolene yeah. But they're like, no, it's it's not it's not folk, it's not country. It's interesting how many musicians actually start out in country folk. Like, I think mm-hmm. Kayla Swift did. She did. Kate Perry did. Miley, Miley Cyrus, Cyrus sort yeah. of did, you know. So it's, like, it's really interesting that that seems to be, like, the, the starting point for a lot of people, so, like, the breeding ground. And the way I actually came across you before I got in touch for the interview was I saw a YouTube video uh, where you did a yeah. cover of a Bob Dylan song. Do I you did. want to tell us a bit about that? Yeah, so just after Christmas this year, um, Down the Road Productions, which are based in Nace, they rang me up and they said, you know, what are you doing with your music right now? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I just explained that I'd been doing a bits and bobs and writing a lot, but um, he kind of just took me under his wing. And since then, we've been gone going to a lot of different events and stuff but um we recently released the cover of make you feel my love by bob dylan mm-hmm. and um, it holds a very special place in my heart because when my step-grandfather was sick he had this little tape recorder and he said i want you to go home and sing make you feel my love into this recorder and i said i would so i did that and um then when he was you know in the hospital when he was coming to the very kind of last few months um he played it all and everybody was sitting around and listening to the song so it was definitely on my list to go do yeah, it yeah that's lovely you <laughs> know that's a, that's a very nice meaning behind the song and you're going to perform that for us as well, are you? I am, yeah. Uh, so in your own time, whenever you'd like to take it away, this is Kendall Moody uh, performing Make You Feel My Love. When the rain is blowing in your face And the whole world is on your case Well, I could offer you my warm embrace To make you feel my love When the evening shadows and the stars appear but there is no one there to dry your tears well, I could hold you for a million years to make you feel my love well, I know you haven't made your mind up yet but I would never do you wrong I've known it from the moment that we met No doubt in my mind where you belong I'd go hungry, I'd go black and blue I'd go crawling down the avenue I'd go to the ends of this earth 
You know when you have that feeling it'll be good, but you don't. You're not like ready for it. We know, good. Because my mum texts saying, "Have a lovely voice." <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing, and especially knowing no, the meaning good. behind it now. Yeah. The meaning behind it as well. It's. I know. It, yeah. It's you... not often I'd say that I hear a cover of a Bob Dylan song that I'd listen to. Yeah. You know, it's it's normally no. Leave Bob Dylan alone. It's mine. Well, no, you can you hear know. you can hear the emotion, which there's, is what I there's really an like emo- the most. there's yeah. an emotional drive behind it that isn't fully heard in Bob Dylan's. Well, last thing I want to talk about, really interesting actually, is like, creatively, like, how do you, like, w- with songwriting, because you write your own material as well, mm-hmm. uh, like, for example, how, how do you write, like, Leave for the City, for example, the one we play at the top of the, before the interview? How, how does that process come about? How do you start and how do you get the lyrics and how does that whole process work? Yeah. Well, for starters, I'm not really much of a talker. I think um, definitely music kind of brings that out in me. I'm able to explain a story through music. So um, I was the typical teenager, you know, finishing my leave and certain going into my first year of college. And I think I got a bit too excited by the whole city change and um, said, I'm going to write a song about this. This is too cool. So um, and so I did like, you know, I was getting up at five in the morning and I left my mom and dad and they brought me to this new apartment. And it was um, it was a big moment in my life. And would you say that songwriting turns into a bit of a release for you? It does, definitely. I definitely turn to the guitar and the piano to express that emotion that I'm feeling or mm. if it's happy or sad, like it's it's a brilliant thing to have, you know, in your life. I think anybody who has any skill like that or whether it be like through art, through music, through anything, always like go for that and, you know, pursue that in your life because life is too short not to. So. And how much training did you have to like learn to play guitar then also sing and everything and also learn the, the you know, the fundamentals of songwriting as well? Yeah, so when I went to my first year of secondary school, there was music generation kind of came to my door. So my music teacher at the time said, you know, you should sign up for this and do guitar lessons with them. So I did um, up until I think transition year. And it was a great opportunity just to unwind from school life. Um, it was kind of tough being on a routine of go here, go there. And I just always wanted to do music. So it was great then after all that busy timetable in the day, just to be able to sit in the classroom and learn how to play guitar and just express myself. <laughs> yeah, and when you first started like learning music, did you have to like, learn, did you always start with country and kept with country? Or did you have to like learn a bit of like, cause I imagine like, like probably like Whitlow and I, they'll probably imagine there's a lot of trad music there, trad traditions. So you have to learn that first and go to country or were you just solidly country from the word go? 
Yeah, um, I guess in my heart I've definitely always been country folk, but um, we got to, I suppose, learn a lot of different genres. We were kind of doing a bit more Fleetwood Mac kind of stuff like that. Oh, so I one love of my favourite bands, band, one yeah. of my favourite bands. <laughs> well, we were actually speaking about Fleetwood Mac on the way in, because I was saying we were talking about uh, singers who, some would say sample, others would say steal other people's songs. And there was a Stevie Nicks song, uh, Edge of Seventeen, mm-hmm. um, that held a heavy influence in another song that is recent enough as well. Yeah. But Ryan, you had something in the news you wanted to bring up as well. Well, this you? is the interesting, right? Mm. So, because I'm fascinated by songwriting, especially with the Ed Sheeran case that's been going on. So for those who don't know, Ed Sheeran has been in court um, this mm. week over plagiarism. So it's, so he was in court for the song Thinking Out Loud, um, the owners of the estate for the Marvin Gaye um, the Martin Gay. Yeah, Marvin so, Gay. There we go. I'm yeah. so old, aren't I? <laughs> no, 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 Marvin Gay, man. He's one so of they took singers. him for the song "Let Let's Get It On," and Ed Ed won the case. To the point, he actually got so passionate about being annoyed about being plagiarism. He actually mm-hmm. said, "If he loses, he'll quit music." Yeah. So he he did sort of say when he won the case, he did say like you know the songs. He said the cause of common building blocks which were used to create the music long before Let It Go was written and it will be created long after his songs as well. So do you think as a songwriter, do you think that's true as well, that principle that there are, that it's hard, not, it's not, not hard to write an original song, but there are cause that there is a base to start off with? Yeah, I guess Ed Sheeran's statement would have always been, you know, there's a certain amount of chords in music and there's only so many you can put in your song and I think it's what you interpret into your songs is what makes you different so Ed Sheeran definitely like in comparison to Marilyn Gaze he he adds his own style and poetry to it so that's what I think what makes him different but um I would I, I guess I agreed it in a sense but um it's it's important to remember that Ed Sheeran is his own and yeah. I would say there's probably no greater insult to a songwriter then saying, oh, you know what, you stole that from me now. Yeah. Well, let's, do a, let's listen to the song side by side, see if there is actually a comparison here. I've been really trying, baby. Trying to hold back this feeling for so long. Baby, my heart could still fall as hard at 23. And I'm thinking about If I go up my career, do I just not hear it? I hear similarities. Mm. I hear heavy, like heavy similarities. But as you say, oh, Ed, is Ed interrupting <laughs> me? He wins his court case and he thinks no, he can Ed. interrupt me. No more of that, Ed. Um, I th- there are definitely similarities. Mm. But as Kendall said, there's only so many chords you can use. Yeah. And like the only glaring similarity I heard there was the heavy drop. Yeah. But again. That's used in hundreds of songs. Well, there was another one he that Ed actually had to pay out um, a settlement for out of court. So it's for his song Photograph, and it was compared with uh, Matt Cardle's song Amazing. He's an X Factor winner. So we'll just listen to that one, see if there's comparisons here. You brought me How did you find me? Never broken, 
time's forever frozen still. So you can keep me. Yeah, I hear that. I hear it, but again. The song, if you take two of the songs, I'd say, Kendall, you might have a better idea of this than me, but if you take two of the songs, the meanings of the songs are just worlds apart. And, like, with something as heavily emotion-charged as music, mm. I think it's very hard to say, oh, you took that from me, when you take it and you completely change everything about it from the meaning to the lyrics to mm. how it's interpreted. What would you say about those two songs now, Kendall? Yeah, I'd agree. Like, definitely the meaning behind the songs are completely different. You know, if you write something about one thing and it could be the other. But um, again, it's just the songwriter's point of view, I suppose, and what they want to interpret into it on their lyric writing. So. Well, it's interesting about it as well, because on the comedy circuit, um, they have the same. Like, when acts claim other acts are stealing their jokes, it's not mm. about... Sometimes it could be as, like... Obvious, as in a one-liner is quite quite a one-liner. That's stealing yeah. a joke. Mm. But someone taking a premise isn't... St- so someone's making a joke about, I don't know, sat-navs. And then someone else saying something about sat-navs. They go, oh, that's my sat-nav bit. And it's not, because they're different premises. Mm. So I feel like it's the same with music. Because, like, you know, again, they're... You know, I guess, like, thinking out, out loud is different, so let's get it on. They're, they're both different messages. Yeah, you, you could definitely say that. Uh, I suppose just to jump back to yourself, Kendall, uh, you're... You also have a few dates where you'll be performing in Ireland itself, won't you, before your time in Texas? I do, yeah. So this Wednesday I'll be up in Drogheda um, mm. doing an in-the-round session in McHugh's bar and venue from 8 o'clock. So I'm going to be joined with a musician called Chase Stevens from Canada. I'm looking forward to that. So That'll be amazing, especially getting to speak to a Canadian as well. Yeah, Before definitely. your time, obviously, Texas is in Canada. Yeah. Before we get any angry texts. <laughs> well, I'm but, sure. Yeah, I, I noticed as soon as I said it there. <laughs> Um, how are you feeling for those dates? Yeah, I'm looking forward to them. Again, mm. it's like it's my my thing, so I'm hoping to feel as relaxed as I can be. Um, I'm again coming down then to Nace the following mm. day and Thursday, so going to do the same. And we're going to be joined then by Willie Heaton. So mm. he's a fantastic songwriter himself. And I'm really looking forward to the experience, just getting out there with my music again. Mm. And um, then on this Sunday, there's the Nace Food Festival is coming up. Um, so I'm going to be on the main stage from 3.15, so looking forward to that. And how did they go about in getting in contact with you? So all through Down the Road Productions, again, they've just been mm. really super with me and helped me get where I needed to be. And it's, I suppose there's a certain amount of luck you can have in your life, but um, yeah. this has definitely just <laughs> been my road and my Down the Road, you know, they were just yeah. Down the Road for me. So down the Road, <laughs> there we go. And do you have any more songs uh, in the works, so to speak, or coming up? Yeah, um, I'm writing all the time, um, definitely writing all the time when I can and between college and being at home and being in Cork. But um, I've actually written a song just last week and I'd like to play today. That would be so, excellent lovely. in so. your own time. This is Kendall Moody again with a song that nobody knows the name of yet. <laughs> it, um, it actually really resonates just being here. Like it's um, it's a bit crazy how the world works. Yeah. But um, the person who wrote the song about is not too far from here. So. Oh, let's hope he or she is listening. It's heavy where you lay your heart It's heavy when the room gets dark But the poison in your mind sets flame from spark I 
I thought of you with a question mark But now you're here and I'm in your arms But I never heard an answer to that part Can we get closer? Lay your head on my shoulder And we'll talk this over I said I've thought of you this way But never said it to your face You said I know that I can't stay Cause life don't work that way But I got dreams and life to make And rent that just won't pay But know that it's okay If you now see me differently But I see through That part of you Where oceans through those eyes of blue on a train in the early start through the fields up to Stevens Park with a softly whisper just be who you are Knowing that I'll be miles apart I'll be the one with the heavy heart Through the summer sun and equinox Ooh, can we get closer? I lay my head on your shoulder And we talked it over I said I've thought of you this way But never said it to your face You said I know that I can't stay Cause life don't work that way And I know that I have dreams to make But know that it's okay If life don't work that way But I That part of you Where oceans through Those eyes of blue Those eyes of blue That was absolutely amazing. Yeah, I think brilliant. we need a round of applause. <laughs> Get applause part of this thing, should I? <laughs> <laughs> we really should have. Yeah. That was that absolutely was so amazing, Sam. So well, Kendall, thanks so much for coming. It's been really brilliant. I think me and Sean have a hundred more questions to ask you, but like, we do. you know, but let, when you've done the album, it's all ready. Will you come? We fancy <laughs> coming back, plug it again, more sure. songs. This is such a cool place to be, so definitely. Oh, lovely. Well, thank, well, thanks so much for that, for that, Kendall. Amazing. I suppose we're going to cut off to a Probably. few station announcements we're now. We're going to go some Vox Pops, and then we're going to have mm-hmm. Green Green Grass afterwards, and then join us again, where we're going to have more Am I the Problem? Here's This is Cork City Community Radio. Mm-hmm.
Driving down the bypass to have a laugh, it's Fast Lane with Ryan Jones and Sean Collins. go that's green green grass by uh, george ezra and that's a sean pick so yeah so I've, i'm not gonna lie, i'm currently been abandoned by everybody uh because sean has been a gentleman and is bringing down ken kendall down to the exit to let her know so so there we so yeah so he's gone so we're going to be doing our mother problem next um as soon as sean comes back so i'll let you know some of the topics we will be discussing um so we'll be starting off so a few of the am i the problems here this week will be Am I the problem for not telling uh, for not telling my daughter that I'm disappointed in her? Hmm. Sean will Sean pick that one. There's one about MMA, which would be interesting to get Sean, especially for his opinion. There will also be a Am I the problem here for Am I the problem for not praising my boyfriend's cooking efforts when he made a box mac and cheese? Oh, here's here's Sean. Here I'm he's back. back. I'm back. I'm back. There we go, Sean. You're I, back, are you? I did my job. You're very good. Do you know what? A lovely, lo- lovely boy walking it down. A lovely boy. <laughs> That's, I've not been called that before. Very, I like that one. Very gentlemanly. So anyway, we actually have a guest. Well, not a guest. A actually, guest? another part of our team in, in the studio now. Um, we have Rachel Butler is going to be joining us now. And she's going to help us with our problem here. Because... Me and Sean, listen, we, we both have very male attitudes to things. Yeah, we just disagree on everything. You know, so we'd like to bring in somebody to be the decider. Mm. So let's go. So, so hello, Rachel, for starts. Hello. How are you? You ready to start deciding and judging oh, it? Do you have a story in front of you, Ryan? I do. I'm ready. Well, let me Is do it a the, juicy one? Let me do the jingle first. Oh, oh sorry, sir. In a world where people of the internet post passive-aggressive stuff about each other online and hope strangers will agree with them, you are now entering the courtroom of Judge Ryan and Sean. The problems are real, the people are real, and the rulings are final. Don't you find the justice system fascinating? Now all rise for the Honourable Judge Ryan and Sean. Uh, we the jury find the defendant, uh, innocent. You idiot, that's his guilty. Guilty, yeah. For Am I the Problem here? Yes, this am I the problem here. So, I've already picked one out to okay. this aside because uh, I went through them all. I think it'll be good. Hit me with it, Ryan. Am I the problem for not praising my boyfriend's cooking efforts when he made boxed mac and cheese? Yes. Hmm. <laughs> there we go. That's done. Done. <laughs> <Don't. laughs> yes. My boyfriend and I um, have been... Oh, this is terrible grammar, by the way. It's already started very badly. Yeah, there's a trend in am I the problem here on Reddit that people tend not to really understand how to... English. No. (laughs) (laughs) What a great sentence. So, I have a problem here for... um, So, I've been dating my boyfriend for nine months now. He doesn't know how to cook, and this has caused tension between us. Mm, Fair enough. When he eats alone, it's usually a mix of instant ramen, ready-to-heat frozen meal, cereal, like, portioned-out meals by his mum... Oh, no. I don't eat meat and can't eat many of these. And a few months into the relationship, it's become clear he, he can't prepare food for both of us. I asked him why he doesn't cook, and he said it's a mix of not needing to and being scared of it. He said he doesn't like um, cooking, has lots of... He, 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 no, sorry, he doesn't like how cooking has lots of elements that need to be together at different times and finds it very stressful. He expressed desire to learn to cook, so I started to teach him. 
So oh, it's quite long. This is. Oh. Yeah, you you picked yeah, a stinker a here, right? I'm going to say think good. We get the gist of it, do we? Yeah, let me just go, go on. Just there, yeah. There, there, there. She's made, At least he wants to learn. I say that's good. I started teaching him how to make pizzas, sandwiches. Well, this is sandwiches. A, it's not cooking, is it? Sandwich. <laughs> oh. Uh, teach him acquired means of there. He he said it's easier to do it himself. Uh, Jesus, Ryan, this great radio. <laughs> Let's read on air. <laughs> good, good, good Lord, this is great radio. I'm very poorly. Get out of us. Recently, he's been sending me pics of food he cooks himself. Lovely. And the okay. day he messaged me a picture of some boxed mac and cheese with broccoli, I told him, and he said he was pleased with it. I didn't reply, changed subject. Later, he told me he didn't say anything nice about it and... And I should just be polite. So basically, what the gist of this is, is she's trying to cook some food, and now mm. he's now sending food he's cooked, which is not even proper cooking, and she's angry at him. Mm. Is he not mad at her, no? Oh. That she didn't say yeah, so that he, cooking was great. So he's mad at her. And she's like, why? what's the issue like? Yeah. Okay, okay, fair enough. I'm, I'm on his side, I'm not going to lie. Like mac and cheese, I'm not just pasta and cheese sauce. Like, yeah, did you? It is. I don't know. Well, listen, like, well, he's trying. He's, he's trying, but trying. like, is he her boyfriend or is he her son? Do you know what I mean? Like, why do you need to be? I uh, know. Uh, but like, he's doing. Like, he's. It's good. He's learning. But does See? she need? Does she send? Does he send him pictures every time he cooks something, and then she has to say yeah or nay? I'm. I'm on the side of this that I say she knew what she was signing up for. <laughs> When she started dating. I think having a boyfriend who doesn't cook is a bit of an ick now, to be honest. An ick. Oh, God, Ryan, she used the word. <laughs> Ryan, she said ick. There we go. That's enough. Enough of that now. <laughs> <She said laughs> ick, right. Come on, it is. Thank you, Rachel. Thanks for joining the show. It's been really lovely. This your audition over. <laughs> I just think, I'd like to know ages. Ick. Of uh, this couple. 30, well, okay. 30. 30? <laughs> the, 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 the lady's 36, the guy's 33. Right. Are you for real? Yeah. I'm just saying, if he's gotten through 33 years without cooking, I think leave the man alone. No, you but need to know how to cook. When you're in your 30s, you know what you're signing up for when you date someone who can't cook. That you is know a, what also a fair, that actually is a yeah. point, yeah. So just, what's the question? She's wondering, is she in the wrong? Is she the, pro- is she the problem here because no, she didn't okay. celebrate him cooking a box of mac and cheese? I think, no. I don't think she's the problem. I just think it's great that he actually wanted to change and he asked her, like, would you teach me how to cook? I think that's a really good start. And now that's fine. But, like, why does she have to be sending him... Why does he have to send her, like, pictures of it every time he cooks? I think that's a bit strange. Well, maybe I just... think he's doing it for confirmation of, oh, yeah, you're doing a good job. A bit like a dog. You know, when they bring yeah. He never cooks in his life. And when mm. he is how... cooking, he's done it very simply. Yeah. Now she is... For, not, not forced him, but told to cook. I think food. that's nice. And I think sending him sending her pictures like, oh, is this good at the beginning might be grand. But like if it's every single time he makes a dinner like, and it's months later, that's a bit much, no? Because it's like, she could just say to him in person, like, oh, you made a nice dinner yesterday. Like, that was good. Like, you know, just keep it up. Keep it up. Keep and up. then that's it. Like, I don't think she's in the wrong. I just, I think she needs to set in some boundaries, you know? I think we need to know how long he's been sent. If it's like a year, I do need photos. Yeah, I need more information. If it's been like a week and she's getting annoyed, then no. But if it's been like months, then that is a bit annoying. Yeah. What do you think, Sean? What's the decider? I think I'm she... I'm side still. I think she's completely oh, in the wrong. What? She... Completely in the wrong? 100%. 100%. No, 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 no. Right. How? So just so it happens, I'm a fairly decent cook. <sighs> I think you're a decent cook, aren't you, Ryan? You, um, can, you can cook a dinner, like. Yeah, I can put stuff in the oven, yeah. 
But like, oh. if someone everyone needs to know to cook at least if, a dinner. If, like. if I'm if I'm 33 years of age, which which I'm not, believe it or not, <laughs> uh, and I was dating this 36 year old lady. And she had a problem with me not knowing something at my 33 years of age. If I was 18, I'd say something. Then I'd be like, oh, yeah, maybe I should learn. But he's gotten through 33 years. That's 15 years as an adult without having to cook. Yeah. So I don't think... Do you know ever happened to, oh, you don't want the people you love to change? You know, you're, <laughs> you're happy with who they are. Yeah. I, I think t- this is taking a bit far, in, though, no? I think, I think she's taking a bit far. But he wants to change because he, uh, she, exactly. he asked so she, her... she should be gassed with him. No, she I think be. that's great. And I think it's good he wants to change and he wants to cook. But, like, it's the pictures thing. She's probably busy. She's probably working. She picks up her phone, answers loads of texts, and then it's like, oh, he sent me another one. I yeah, know. great, great, you know? It's yeah. a bit Let, let's like. switch it there, though. Say if I, had, <laughs> if I had my missus texting me, right? And I was, I was working with this yoke over here. And I got a text through from her and said, oh, she's not worked. Let me just finish this. Mm. I'd have no dinner for about three months. <laughs> yeah. I'd know, have no hugs. That's I'd a have fair nothing. point. You know what it is? I think it's about boundaries and she needs to have a conversation with him and just say, I'm not going to have time to send you a reply every time. Is that okay? Does that upset you? You know, it's all about that. They need to have that talk. But, it, but then my thing is now, like... Is it that hard to like just send a thumbs up and a thank you? you know? Yeah. yeah. Is it that like hard? You can, on Messenger, you can set up like well, the generic true, emoji yeah. to a thumbs up and just boom, done. Now, happy. I think thumbs are passive aggressive. Yeah, thumbs up can't. I would never send a thumbs no, up on a donut. Is it a passive aggressive? I'd send the man a paragraph. I'm like, <laughs> I just, wow, look at what you did. I think, it need, I think I need to know the information how long this has been going on. Because, like I said, if it's been, you know, she told him to cook a few things, like, say she don't, whatever, like a spag ball, like mac and cheese, like whatever, and he's sending it to her, and it's been, a, you know, a week or two, okay, whatever. But if it's been, like, say, six plus months, like, how long more is it going to go on? Like, forever more is he going to send her pictures of the dinner he cooks, you know? Yeah, no, That's no, the information I need. Yeah, see. Okay, so my verdict is I still think she's been unreasonable for having a go at him for mm. that. That's my opinion. You're, Rachel, going on the opinion that he's sort of in the wrong because he's bothering her with he's been yeah a little bit yeah bit of boundary but i mean depends depends how long i need to know that information but on this one i'm gonna go on her side and say she's not the problem just to be um controversial i I think i think rachel is the best thing that's happened to me in your own first time on the show we've agreed yeah we've been doing shows for going on nearly two years and this is the first time we've agreed so the verdict here is that we it's it's two, it's two out of one yeah on this so mm-hmm. we're going to say this but obviously listen if you're listening at home you have an opinion let us know text in at 085 124 that's 085 124 was the what was the was this person in the wrong for yen her boyfriend about uh, have, and for not praising him for his mac and cheese yes. now obviously if you do hear this um, we are currently broadcasting 4 to 6 on a Monday if you hear this any other time throughout the week this is a repeat so please don't text in we won't answer you oh <laughs> <laughs> well Ryan you told them <laughs> anyway so Sean so, so Sean mate should we go into this week's number one the charts I suppose we should really yeah because we've got no news uh, we've got no news yeah week, there's no so. news it's a very quiet day there's no news there's nothing happening oh, we, we can make some news up We'll have some news after this short oh, do you know song. What? I think <laughs> there be no news is the number one miracle. There's a place I go. It's a There we go. That is number one the charts for the third week in a row since we started doing the show. That's mm-hmm. Miracles by Eddie Golden and Calvin Harris. Yeah. Do we still think it should be number no. one? No. No, we don't agree with it. No. 
What do you think, Rachel? Think she'd be number one? Yeah, I love it. Oh, of course she does. I think it's a great song. I think she was getting a kick on it. I knew you were bopping away to it on the ads, guys. Come we, on. I feel we personally brought you in just disagree with us. <laughs> yeah, I think it's good for us. I think it's a match made in heaven. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, so now we now we haven't had the normal news. No, today. we haven't. There's not just nothing going on. Well, like but... always, we're still going to have the old weird news. You've heard the real news. Now it's time for the weird news on Cork City Community Radio. Yes, this is Weird News, where we pick the weirdest news stories that we have found and we just do them, basically. Discuss them, yeah. Discuss them, yes. Can I kick us off? I have a story from two weeks ago. I know it's not right now, but it's two weeks old. Go on, then. But it has been itching my brain. I want to tell everyone about it. All right, go on, then. Right, here's the headline. Police find £10,000 worth of cocaine a lamb and a bag of chips at traffic stop. Oh, go on then. <laughs> Road police in Scotland, of course Scotland, confirmed the driver was further arrested for failing a roadside swab for cocaine while their woolly hostage was rescued and taken in by a farmer after the car was pulled over in Glasgow on Saturday. It's a very short news story, but listen. What is he doing with £10,000 worth of cocaine, yeah. which is quite a, quite a lot of cocaine, yeah. A lamb, as in the animal, a lamb, like a live, woolly, bopping about, yeah. and a bag of chips. It's a good night out, personally. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God, no. <laughs> so that was his plan, I'll be honest, Sean. God, Case closed. Right. No, Ryan. Do you want to hit us with another story? Yeah, go on then. So, you have, see if three, you can match that. so you have three headlines, so you get to pick one. Oh. Ready? Mum lashes out at playground parent as she refused to invite buzzkill child to a daughter's party. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> Zoom recruited human seagulls Terence who dress up in bird costumes. Oh. And do you want to hear about a Florida man's worst ever day at work? I'd say the first one personally. What about you, Rachel? Yeah, I think the first one sounds interesting. I want to, I want to hear what this buzzkill child okay, is. Okay, so the mum knows her parents her daughter could be a little more cautious than other kids but feels it's cruel for other parents to exclude her from the, her birthday parties a mum is livid about her daughter who was invited to a birthday party of someone in her classes as they said she's a bossy buzzkill whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that's harsh that's harsh the woman knows her daughter can be a bit cautious and is going through a phase of telling people when they do something wrong I've been going through that phase for the last 20 years <laughs> however mum still feels it is bad to exclude a 6 year old from a birthday party for this reason and phone the other mum to give her a piece of her mind but the exchange turns sour between the mums as they're now wondering what else they can do on that day Venting on Reddit, the woman who remains anonymous said the rules for the school is that if they are handing out invites to a school, everyone must be invited. Okay, I don't, I've never agreed with that rule, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, no. If they want to exclude some people, they can send invites in the mail. Okay, I see them. That's, that's not fair enough. One person is having a pool party in two weeks for her birthday, and her parents sent her to the school with the invites. She handed them out before the school started. Basically, everyone in the class is invited besides my daughter. Oh, that's bad for him. Mm. They handed out at the school and it's made my kid feel upset. My daughter's a rule follower and she does tattle on people to the teachers often. Oh, well. oh a, no. What a fun kid. <laughs> kid needs to be gone. She is le- <laughs> She's learning to mind her own business but has trouble when it comes to saying that she thinks it's wrong. 
I called the mum and asked if it was a mistake, as the and she said no because your daughter is a bossy buzzkill. I mean, that's fair enough. That's isn't out it? the gate though. Sorry, the mum of the child is having the party said that to the other mum. Yeah, so you, I think that's a bit bad. That's no, hundred percent. You can't say that. Well, think... if the kid's a snitch, <laughs> and it's mean. Yeah, but like, you can't say wants, to someone who else. Wants a, who wants that at a birthday? Like? Yeah, but... Now they're planning to do another thing, another day with other friends of hers. She's still got friends, though. Yeah. How come the kids aren't invited to the birthday party, then? It's fair enough, like, that she's not invited. She shouldn't be invited. No, she that's very harsh. You're, like, six years old. Get over it, like, you know? Yeah, you're six years old. Why... Since when do six-year-olds have, yeah, like, sense of right and wrong? But also, <laughs> maybe this kid isn't very nice. If she's a bit bossy and a bit tatty, maybe she just mm. upsets the other daughter. It's harsh, though, She's if she's the only one excluded. Because I know, I think in primary school era, like there are certain rules around the birthday parties. (laughs) And I do think it is normal for like, I'll invite everyone in the class. Like then I go to yours, you invite everyone in the class. If you're six and everyone else in your class is going and you aren't, you're going to be upset. I think the world needs more exclusion like that. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? Why? Maybe Maybe that kid being the one person not invited... Maybe that'll help her be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't tell on Mary when no. she robs a bottle of water. She's just going to be <laughs> sad. She's going to be like, everyone in the class hates well, me. Well, then maybe she'll start realising why she's not invited. You're going prison rules, aren't you? She's a... If she's, she's not... Buzz, what, what do we know about this child? She's a buzzkill. She's bossy. She's not going to deep it that much. She's sick. And she's a snitch. But we don't know. So what this needs is, to happen... This is what the parents... <laughs> what needs know. to happen is oh, the parents my. need to sit down with the child and say, listen here, Robert. Sort your personality out. You're a snitch, nobody likes that. You're bossy, I... nobody likes that. <laughs> and you're a buzzkill, so you're not invited to the party. I think as a parent... Change these things, and you'll be invited. As a parent, you'd be happy if your six-year-old was, like, sensible. I have a niece and nephew. I'll tell them that straight up if they're being Yeah, but you child. can't... Your parents aren't going to say that to you. They're going to yeah. want you to be on the straight and narrow, like... I'd hope my, ch- my, 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 my <laughs> parents would say it to me if I was... If I was being a buzzkill. I don't know, I don't know. I feel like, no matter what, a mom calling another mom's child, like, a buzzkill, that's very harsh now. I mean, yeah, I'd probably scrap the parent over it, all right, but if they're yeah. if they're not wrong, there's not much you can do, can you? What Sean's saying is kids should be told to adjust their personality to, yeah. to please others. That's a great message, isn't it? It, it is, if, if if it is a bad personality. So that's weird news, we'll ha- then. We'll have to leave it there. We'll have that to agree like to disagree. That was more like problem here. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird news, everyone. Anyway, let's hopefully try and maybe do viral news now. Oh, welcome to the internet. Have a look around. It's time to look at this week's Fastlane viral internet news. So, yeah, the first one I want to talk about is actually something that happened literally hours after our first show, Sean. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, did, so basically, the story is, it's been all over TikTok at that point. Um, Disneyland, California, there was a fire that happened. One of the attractions... I don't like the course. start of this story. <laughs> no. The attra- no one was hurt. It's all fine. It's outrageous. Go on. So the, there was a fire that caught a track. There was an attraction called the, the Magnificence Attraction. It's basically a giant dragon, right? And the whole feature is that Mickey Mouse, who's dressed as a wizard, will point at the dragon and he'll breathe fire and then he... Oh. I don't know what happens, but this dragon basically caught fire. And well, everybody at the show thought it was part of the show. So all the staff were trying to get these people out. And they were like, going, no, no, we're watching, we're watching. Well, like, you're asking for problems with a fire-breathing dragon. No, but I would say, to be fair, I would say, I went to Disneyland for the first time a few mm. months ago, right? And I would say their shows are phenomenal. I've never been, you know? The stunts they do and the shows they put on are utterly phenomenal. So when I watched the video, I wasn't shocked that people genuinely thought it was part of the show. Yeah, fair enough, I guess. But mm. it, it must have been scary, Joe, that moment to realise, oh, 
this isn't supposed to happen. That must have been. Imagine being there when that happened. Then. But they didn't know. Out, the oh, people didn't know. They had to. It's only it when, surely clicked eventually. Like there must have been alarms or something. Because they, like, even like the choreography of it, like literally when, because obviously Mickey Mouse was next to the big burning dragon, and what they did is Mickey Mouse just looked over, nodded his head, and then they lower him on a trap door. So even that looks like it's part of the show. Yeah. But that's not. That's him going, get me out of here, lad. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey was burning. <laughs> this fire is gonna absolutely do me in, mate. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, another bit of viral news I've seen is a viral video I've seen going around. So, Sean, it is almost wedding season. It's, it's what? Wedding season. Oh, wedding season, yeah. What is that? <laughs> okay, yeah. No, I, I wasn't sure, quite sure what you are saying. Season for... I was looking at the screen over there. Oh, yeah. Season for weddings. So, yeah. I think... Are you so, getting married? <laughs> Life proposal. something to tell us. <laughs> Life proposal in there. Get ready, Rachel. Go on, around. <laughs> no. So... You know you have to get a suit for so many weddings and you don't want to wear the same suit over and over. I'll be in tracky pants. <laughs> you joking me? Well, go on, suits, suits at weddings. So there's a viral clip going around saying that if you buy five suits, out of those five suits, you can get 75 suits. Yeah, I saw something like that. It was Steve what? Harvey I heard yeah. it from. So I'll play it for you if you listen to it. Every man has to own a black suit. After you get a black suit, there's five suits you need to get. Black, navy, grey, brown tan you get those five suits you get yourself two white shirts get yourself two cream color shirts and two powder blue shirts you can make 75 suits with those combinations because every last one of those pants go with every last one of those jackets every last one of the jackets goes to every last one of the pants you cannot mess up the beige pants will go with the grey jacket. The grey jacket goes with the brown pants. The black pants go with everything. So, yeah, so just to confirm, in five suits, you need to buy a black suit, a navy suit, a grey suit, a brown suit and a tan suit with a white shirt, a powdered blue shirt and cream shirt. Aren't white and cream the same colour, though? No. No. Oh, I don't know. You're talking <laughs> to a painter here, man. <laughs> and with those colleagues, you get 75 suits. Because you can change the trousers, you can change the top. That's fair enough. It's a good formula. It's, it's a, really a very good formula. formula. Yeah, so if you want to do that, go to your local shop and buy it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, that was a that was a segment anyway. Well done, right? That's fine. No, we've got more. Right, wait. So we also so we're going to now do TikTok. We're now oh. going to do the TikTok sound of the week. TikTok. So this sound is... So basically what we do, you know when you get those lip sync sounds and they have a caption, we'd like to play that. So what we're going to do is this what happens when you go to an old Irish relative's house and they want to keep giving you food. <laughs> the friendly gods eat up my sacrifice. Mmm, very nice. Thank you for the sacrifice. Please have another sacrifice. No, I've had enough for the day. Listen, I'm going to be very unsaturated unless you have another. I don't want another sacrifice, OK? Look at you, look skinny. There you go. Ryan, why are you playing on the show, man? You well, gave me no heads up about that. That's quite worrying. What is that? It's King Julian from Madagascar. What the hell? It's all over TikTok. You don't know TikTok. Yeah, I don't I don't follow TikTok. Oh. Well, I'll tell you what is a big trend on TikTok now. What is? And this will take since the Vox Pops, right? Oh, yeah? It's this. So, you ever heard the song Believe in Love? You know, do you believe oh, sure, in love yeah. after yeah, love? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, on Jimmy Kimmel's show, mm -hmm. no, Jimmy Fallon's show a few weeks ago, they had Adam Lambert, you know, the Queen yeah. front singer now? Yeah. He had to do a mix of that with the Muffin Man. Oh, clear. Okay. And this was the result. Do you know the Muffin Man? Oh, do you know the Muffin Man? Oh, 
the muffin man Oh, do you know the muffin man The muffin man, the muffin man That lives on Drury Lane Oh, oh do you know the muffin man Ryan, my, 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 my guy, what's happened here? That's great. <laughs> I love it. Off mic, Sean just said, I bring a really good singer on, you bring this to the table. I bring a fantastic singer like Kendall Moody, someone who's quite high in demand. Yeah. And you, you bring the Muffin Man by Adam Levine. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, to be fair, I will say now, you're looking at me the same, about viral news, saying I look at you with the quiz. Yeah, fair enough, I suppose. <laughs> like... Oh, so anyway, let's should we should we do some vox pops now? We can hit hit some vox pops to give our listeners a break from that horrendous performance. Anyway, so <laughs> here's the vox pops, and afterwards we're going to come back with a little bit of chat. We might do a bit of AI stuff. Coming down the bypass to have a laugh. It's Fast Lane with Ryan and Sean. That was As It Was by Harry Styles. That is actually our TikTok song as well. Mm. That, that song really kicked off a TikTok. That like that got skyrocketed, really. It did. Well, that's the thing. Because they say now with TikTok, um, most record labels try and release a catchy chorus so it kicks off a TikTok and then it helps the sales a lot. That's how they mm. reach the younger people now. Yeah, it seems like that's how they've started kind of getting them to write their songs as well with like a super yeah. catchy chorus or a super catchy verse Yeah. where people be like, we can dance to that on TikTok. Yeah. Give us nine seconds of a good song and you, you'll get your millions. Like It's all about technology. It's the thing, isn't it, now? It is. Technology is strangely advancing. Well, I'll tell you now what has been advancing. So have you been playing around with any of these AI apps? I've heard about them. I've not used any of them, though. So I've got an app here, and what mm. you do is you type in a question to it, right. and it can answer anything. Like, for example, if you could type into it, write me a joke in the style of Tommy Tiernan, and it will write you a joke in the style of Tommy Tiernan. About... I mean, that's a cheat code to life, isn't I it? I know. Mm-hmm. So I was playing about it a few weeks ago and I have think and I think I'm, I'm going to get it because we all listen we've got a new show we've got a you know viral news is only going to get us so far in life Sean yeah, <laughs> so yeah let's all... be honest <laughs> so I think we should write a new feature but instead of us okay. doing it because it's too hard work and yeah, we... imagine things why use our brain no right. let's get the thing so I'm going to get this AI app now to write us a radio feature so okay. is it chat GPT or is it a different thing Life, uh, for advertising, it could be any of them. They're all that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to type in here. Can you write me a radio a feature? I'd laugh if it just says no. For my radio show. So this is where he got the name Fastlane. Yeah. <laughs> it's all making sense now. Okay. Of course. What is your radio show about? Oh. It is Usually a... if you We don't it. even know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. I'm going to put, it is a show aimed... Where's AI you making me reflect on the show? 18 to 35-year-olds. They're making me reconsider my show. What should, I, what should I say? It has a mix of music... Music yeah. has mixed. Usually, the more information you give those things, the better. Of music, the responses, guests, and guests. Yep, sent. It's just gonna say play Taylor Swift. Right. <laughs> Guarantee it's just gonna say play the song. It's thinking. It's thinking. Jesus, you think it'd be faster? 
Still thinking? Still thinking. Still thinking. Oh, Pat. <laughs> like, yeah, I'd be quicker with my brain, I'd say. It was quicker last time. It seems to be quite... Come on. Sure it is. It's, it's fed up of being this little slave for you. <laughs> oh, no, I spelled word wrong. That's what's happened. Oh, oh Ryan. Oh. Why did we let the lad... Hold <laughs> on. Hold on. We shouldn't let Great. the lad One us. feature idea for you is a show. Could be a segment called Breakout Artist of the Month. Oh, my God. I already had her on. <laughs> Take that, AI. Me? You could showcase an up-and-coming artist or band that is gaining momentum and popularity. This is just... That is so spooky. Sure what? You could play... I'm getting exposed here, haven't I? <laughs> you could play one of their songs or shows and interviews and discuss their journey and their inspirations and their future plans. So essentially everything I just spoke to Kendall Moody about. Not only this segment introduces listeners to new music, it could also provide some insights to the creative process behind... We just did that! That's <sighs> insane. Well, we did! They're it's making me look like a... They're making me look like... Yeah, try, man, phones like, listen to us. We know you got you. this idea then. Write me another. <laughs> Please. Write me another. Yeah. Say Sean already has. Well, I'll tell you AI. what it did write me. It wrote me one idea. It was called Fake or Real News. Uh, oh, uh, I know exactly where you're going with that. So literally, I just read out headlines, mm-hmm. and then it's either you have to guess if it's a real headline or a fake headline. Oh, that's not really bad. Sure thing. Another feature is called On the Spot. In this segment, you can invite a celebrity guest. Right? Okay. Oh, lads, do you know who they are? Right. Do, do, do you know our budget here? <laughs> we've, we've hit our ceiling. We have Kendall Moody. We we're happy. That, we were lucky to get Kendall. We were very lucky to get Kendall. <laughs> I don't think we get Taylor Swift anytime soon. Uh, you invite them to guess to participate in a fun, pass, a fast-paced game where they will need to answer personal questions about themselves as quickly as possible. That's just the same thing. Yeah, hang on. I'll just I'll just call Killian Murphy many? there. Just yeah. give me two seconds. Yeah. They'll come down today. Hello. So, where were we born? Like. <laughs> what? That's outrageous. What's the worst dream you ever had, Taylor Swift? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is just horrendous. Okay. You know what? I think AI is brutally overrated no, just I, based off that. No, I think right, AI, you're sacked. Sorry. Yeah, AI, you're yeah. fired. Yeah. Go back to me for the idea. <laughs> no more. Anyway, sure. Should we do a bit of the adult survival guide? I suppose we should. I do have a question for you this week. Good. It's a very important one. Time to teach Sean with Ryan's Declassified Adult Survival Guide. Yes, this is Ryan's Adult Survival Guide, where Sean, who is a young lad just entering his 20s, he's wet behind the ears. (laughs) I don't know what that means. Butter wouldn't melt because his ears are so wet from milk. And he's... All right, Ryan, let me stop you there. I'm very tired. Let me stop you there. Be quiet. Go to sleep for yourself. Me and Rachel can finish the show. That was yeah. that was one of the worst segues I've ever heard in the history of radio. I'm, so sure. I'm letting you sit in the big chair today. That's not going to happen again. Sean's going to ask me for advice. Go on, Sean. So my question for this week is, as you said, I'm, a, I'm slightly younger than you, yep. despite the look of me being about 45 years old. Yeah. Uh, the question is, today week, May 15th, I will be turning the good age of 21 years old. Yep. What is the ideal celebration for a 21-year-old? Do you know what? I don't want to be really negative now for you. Oh, but what's he going to say? What's he going to say? He's just said I have milk behind my ears. What's he going to say? <laughs> I'm worried now. I think Gently, the fact you've asked that question like, is quite interesting because this is the last birthday you feel you have to care about and his last birthday and it, your birthday you do care about and when you get to about 25 you don't care about your birthdays anymore mm. they be, they sort of become excuses as workarounds so for example you've got to take time off work 
okay, I've got to use holiday up. Okay, I'll take the weekend of my birthday off because it's convenient. Mm. You know, it's the same with like you know twenty. Why? Why do we? I presume it's American there because Americans can drink. At 20, yeah, it must so that's be. Why yeah, I, I say so. But then we don't make such a big deal out of sixteens. Like, and they have their huge sweet sixteen thing. Yeah. Mm. See, we we do it in England. I don't think. I know it, it makes us feel like copycats, really. Yeah, but it's like in it was like for example in UK sixteen, you know, you're old enough for various things. Mm. Uh, Seventeen, then you're old enough to drive. Eighteen, you're old enough to drink. Yeah, I suppose it's, it's a real tough guys three yeah. years. Now. Yeah, that's a eventful three years. It's a busy three. It, yeah. it seems like it's a bit broken the system, doesn't it? Yeah. No. Here you can drive. Here now you can drink. Yeah. You know, yeah. Give me a few years to I mature. I don't think it should be the other way around. I think it should be twenty-one to drink. What? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think car at seventeen, eighteen. Then by the time you have the car, you should mature enough to know where I want to drink and drive. True. That's hmm. my personal opinion on that. Imagine that. I have a bit of sense. Yeah. <gasps> well, anyway. You still haven't told me the, the ideal celebration. Well, I don't know. I think, to be honest with you, the ideal celebration is, generally, and again, not to be so depressing, Netflix. is the next big Netflix birth- alone. No. Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> the next big birthday after this is your 30th. And by that point, oh, the friends you have now depressing. are going to be... They're either going to move on their lives and not see you. Oh, wow. <laughs> they're either going to have a family and can't include you. Oh, my or God. Or they've moved away. So if you have friends now... I don't. <laughs> We're fine. I don't have to worry about that. I love that if, if you have friends now. <laughs> Do you have friends, Sean? Nah, mate. We're just, like, crying now. <laughs> you are my friends. <laughs> Jesus. You so, toned this down. So thing. what is... What is the ideal celebration? That's the well, question. Well, it's hard for me because I my twenty first one. It wasn't a good year. My twenty first. It was a bit, a bit of a sad year for me. So, oh, great. <laughs> any happy news, Ryan? <laughs> so, what I, about you, Rachel? What did you do for your twenty first? Well, I'm glad you asked. So, my I, t- I had to ask somebody. <laughs> <laughs> my twenty first. Rachel's a pacifier. It's survival guys. That's better. Woo! So I turned twenty one in COVID. So my birthday was in April. and 2020 this is a bit of a story but basically i was having none of it so i had my 21st in july and like when the restrictions lifted and stuff and i just had all my friends in my house i had a house party Mm -hmm. two months after my actual birthday so it was fun i just we all got dressed up i got balloons had cake got my friends drinking that was it how bad that's what i would recommend just drink yeah Yeah, i think generally is go out drinking you know just go out it's the obvious answer have a nice prinks go out yeah prinks but get, yeah. get a big badge. <laughs> get a big badge that says yeah. 21st on it. Oh, you have to do something. It's a big birthday. We'll get you a sash. Sure, I'm get doing you a for my sash. 21st. Get you a tiara. I'll tell you exactly what I'm doing for my 21st. <laughs> I'm doing this show called Fastlane on my 21st. Oh. <laughs> By the time I'm back, it'll be like 8 o'clock, and then I'll just get a takeaway and chill out. There we go. A takeaway's a good show. <laughs> so, anyway, so, so we are aging, but it's now time to do our nostalgia song of the week. Oh, no. And I got to pick it this week, Sean. Unfortunately. And generally... I'm sorry in advance. It's such a good song. And actually, I do it's think not. the artist, Miley Cyrus, is going to hate us for playing it. But I've picked a Hannah Montana song. Yes. Everybody Makes Mistakes. Yes. Everybody Makes Mistakes. Everybody has those days. Driving down the bypass to have a laugh, it's Fast Lane with Ryan Jones and Sean Collins. There 
There we go, and that was a little bit of a Dell for us. Um, you're listening to Cork City Community Radio with me, Ryan, and Sean's coming out of the room, and Rachel is here as well. And we're joined the line by RSA representative uh, Brian Farrell. Hello, Brian. How are we doing? Thanks for coming on the show. None at all, Ryan. Delighted to join the show and, and to speak to you and your listeners. No, we please. Thank you very much. So, first of all, just want to go through. So, we want to sort of bring you on to talk about mainly the uh, the backlog. First of all, with the driving the, the driving um, lessons backlog. So I read a report today saying, is it true yeah. it's going to take a year to get it from 21-week waiting to a 10-week waiting period? Yeah, I mean, the current waiting time for um, a driving test is, is 20 weeks. And just to give you a bit of background to that, um, we had a significant backlog that built up over, over COVID when the um, service was shut down for lengthy periods of time. And when we came out of covid we worked hard to get the waiting times down, and believe it or not, it was down to seven weeks uh, waiting time, average waiting time, uh, which is below the ten-week waiting time that we're um, uh, that we get. We, I suppose that we we are committed to, and that would be a normal operating um, uh, environment is is a waiting time of of, of ten weeks. But well, we were down to seven uh, by June of last year, and the number of things have happened that have driven up the waiting times. Uh, firstly, there's a 28% increase in the number of applications we have received for a driving test in 2022, particularly the latter half of 2022, which is just just un, un, unprecedented. There's also been a, a significant increase in the number of learner permits issued, the number of people going through the driver theory test. So that was really a pent-up demand that was um, that built up over COVID. And of course, we've got to remember that during COVID, the driver theory test itself was 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 shut down completely. It was one of those services that was um, was closed completely. So when COVID lifted uh, and the, the restrictions lifted on the, on the driver theory test, people went in, um, gosh, we were doing nearly 50,000 um, um, driver theory tests a month, um, you know, at the height of us trying to, to sort out that backlog. And now we're seeing that those candidates have done their, they've waited their six months, they have to wait six months before they can, um, they're eligible to even take a test. Um, and they've completed, a lot of them have started now to complete their uh, lessons, their 12 mandatory lessons, so they're <laughs> eligible to apply and for a driving test. So that's driven up the uh, the number of people looking for a test. And then just to make things uh, more challenging, we, we have had um, reduced uh, workforce owing to staff retirements and contracted staff, that's temporary uh, driver testers reaching the end of their contract. So all of those have contributed to driving up the demand and obviously the waiting times as well. And I, I can appreciate and understand that it's a frustrating time for for, for people currently learning to drive. And I, and I say that as a father who has two, two, two uh, uh, teenagers who are learning to drive right now and facing into those challenges, uh, especially here in Cork, because I'm based in Cork. But um, I suppose if we were to look at it in terms of, well, you know, what's being done to tackle this problem? When are we going to see the, you know, the waiting times come down? I suppose the most significant development is that the Minister for Transport, um, uh, Eamon Ryan, and the Minister of State with responsibility for road safety, our, our Minister Jack Chambers, have announced um, the approval for the recruitment of up to 75 additional driver testers. So we, we have started that recruitment process. The uh, 
um, application deadline was, was last week and uh, we're now currently sifting through all the applications that we received and once we start shortlisting and interviewing there'll be practical driving tests as well as uh, interviews that need to be done and um, once we start um, uh, offering uh, positions we then have to go into uh, an extensive period of training as you can appreciate you can't just give people a clipboard and tell them to start testing people that they have to be trained up realistically we're looking at early October when we'll start seeing those driver testers uh, appear on the pitch and you'll see from October onwards we're starting to make uh, inroads into tackling the backlog. But I'd say we're looking at early quarter one of next year before we'll be start we start getting back to the service levels of uh, 10 weeks or lower uh, for, for, for the driving test. But look, I can understand that this is extremely frustrating for anyone looking for a driving test, but um, I, I'm afraid that's... that's um, I suppose our hands are tied on until we get the, those extra resources in place. Um, it, it's going to be hard to make um, to make inroads into the um, into the backlog. And just to ask you as well, Brian, uh, for a younger person who's trying to get in the road and they're going through that process, would you be able to just run through as briefly as possible just the steps involved as a young person trying to get on the road, please? Yeah, sure. And and this is something I'm, I'm doing myself, as as I said, for my for my own uh, two teenagers. Um, obviously, the first thing you need to do is, is get your theory test. And once you have your theory test, you then apply for your learner permit. <clears throat> when you get your learner permit, there's a number of restrictions on that learner permit. Uh, the first being that you, you cannot sit a driving test for six months. The second one is that you must sit uh, and take uh, 12 essential driver training lessons with an approved driving instructor. And, and they're on the RSA's website um, uh, if, if you're looking for a local instructor. And of course, remember too that it's not just the lessons, it's the supervised practice that you get between your lessons that is so, so important. And understand as well that 12 lessons is the minimum number of lessons as part of the curriculum, you know, learning to drive that's, just, that's set out there. But you may need more lessons and talk to your approved driving instructor about, about, about that and if you need any more lessons. Once you've done your lessons, uh, once it's gone beyond the 12-month period, once you're satisfied that you've had plenty of experience on the road, um, um, it's then at that stage you can apply for your, for, for your, um, for your driving test. And just to follow that as well, there seem to have been a bit of an increase this year so far in accidents amongst younger people, definitely where me and Ryan are from in Kerry and then in Cork as well. Uh, would you say that's attributed to anything? Would you say perhaps it could be taught a bit better in even secondary schools toward the end of secondary schools? Yeah, that's a, that's a good observation. And, and you're right to ask the question, what's behind this? Now, Obviously, until the Guardi have finished their forensic investigations, we'll never know, uh, or we won't know just yet for sure exactly what's behind this. But we, we, I think we have a good idea of maybe what's what's um, factoring into it. As you say, there has been an increase in the number of um, of that younger profile of driver being involved in collisions um, so far this year. And certainly single vehicle collisions seem to be featuring prominently in those statistics. We reckon that it's a, it's a trend that's coming out, uh, uh, you know, the other side of, of COVID. And we're certainly looking at returning to pr- crash patterns that we would have seen pre-COVID. So, for example, we're starting to see crashes happening again at the weekends. We're starting to see them happening late at night. 
and that's typically associated with socialising, and certainly among, a, among younger uh, younger age groups, that seems to be a factor, I would say, in the collisions. Now, if you look at the collisions that happen at those times, uh, unfortunately, we're looking at the old chestnuts of, of, of just speeding um, and, and uh, being a significant contributory factor. And then on top of that, when you add things like passengers or drivers not wearing a seatbelt, maybe they're intoxicated or, or maybe they're tired uh, drivers as well. You, you can see how the, you know, the risks increase at that time of the day and we do see an increase in, in crashes and of course it's a time when the roads are relatively, or certainly much, much, much quieter but unfortunately we do see an increase in or a high incidence of incidents happening at those times because of the factors that I've just mentioned there. And just in regards as well to like the NCTs at the moment, so right now there is a huge waiting list. Like I myself personally am waiting six, seven months for a NCT on my car. Um, what sort of is what was the plan of action there to tackle that? Well, the first, yeah, no problem. Mind the first thing to say is that nobody has to wait six months or shouldn't be waiting six months for an NCT. If you go onto the website and you look to select a, a, an NCT date, what you will see is um, roughly uh, maybe half or less of actual appointments over that period that are available. We keep um, a significant tranche uh, uh, you know, out of the, out of the uh, website system because people unfortunately may may need to book their tests in a hurry if they've maybe just forgotten them or they've left it late. Um, so what we do is we, we hold back a reserve of, of, of appointments. So if you go onto the website and you see a date that doesn't, you know, it's too far out, it doesn't suit you, um, what we advise people to do, in it, and it's, it's on the website, is to get in touch with the um, NCT themselves, either by phone or email, request um, a, 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 to be put on the priority list, and you, you, you will be offered a test date within 28 days because there's a service level agreement in place with the NCT uh, to ensure that anyone who's looking for an NCT is offered a date within 28 days. So that's what I advise. If, if you can't find something on the website that's suitable or within a suitable time frame, uh, get in touch with them directly, get put on the priority list and they will offer you, uh, they have to offer you a, a test within 28 days. But just on the broader issue of the um, NCT, uh, there has been significant recruitment of um, vehicle inspectors, and that's what the that's at the heart of this is um, is is a serious problem out there in the industry. It's not just um, something that the NCT have experienced; it's it's industry wide uh, shortage of vehicle inspectors and mechanics. But there has been extensive recruitment ongoing to, uh, you know, look for and recruit me mechanics. And um, we've had up to 50 recruited from the Philippines and, and brought over and trained up. And significant numbers are going to be um, hitting the test lanes in the next month. And I would say that, you know, come the end of June, um, the NCT backlog issue will be resolved. Um, the service level agreement is to have a, a 12 day waiting period on an NCT. Um, I think we're currently at about 25, but we're, we're confident that with the extra recruitment and other measures that have been taken, we'll, we'll be back to that 12 day turnaround period for, for an NCT on request by the end of June. So fingers crossed, we're, we're almost at the other side of that, uh, that particular issue. That's perfect. Well, thank you very well. Thank you very much for that, Brian. It's been really informative, and you know, thank you very much for keeping us all updated on what's going on. And hopefully, you know, it'll, everything will go back to some form of normal in the next few years. Hopefully. 
No, agreed. I'm delighted to talk to you. Cheers. Thanks very much. So that was Brian, Brian Farrell there from the awesome. RSA. So very good information about the NCTs. Very good information. Anyway, we're going to play some Vox Pops, have a song, and afterwards we'll be talking to Siobhan for our weekly film and TV review updates. Don't go away. Driving down the bypass to have a laugh, it's Fast Lane with Ryan Jones and Sean Collins. She's sweet but a psycho, a little bit psycho. At night she's screaming, I'm my mama. I'm my boys and people say, Ava Max there with Sweet But A Psycho. Oh, do you know what? I love Ava Max. Yeah, she's, she's, I think she's very underappreciated, underrated. That's so all I'm sorry. We, we should go see her live, shouldn't we? Let's do it. We should. She's in Manchester a few weeks ago, so she's Let's definitely go. to Ireland. Let's do it. Do you want to come see Ava Max, Siobhan? Sure, sure thing, sure thing. There you go. Siobhan, here again. Hi. There you go. Is there any documents about Ava Max we can watch, Siobhan? <laughs> Unfortunately, not at the moment, but there is a documentary out by Ed Sheeran, and also you have the new Anna Nicole Smith documentary coming out on Netflix this Ooh. month. Oh, have you watched the Ed Sheeran documentary yet? Is it good? Not yet, but I must watch it. I think it. I'm sure it came, I think it came out on the same day that his new album came out, which came out just on Friday. Which once again, it is. It's called my. I'm pretty sure it's like a minus. Yeah. So that's like. Yeah. Yeah. It's always something to do with maths with Eddie. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna use every math syllable possible. Oh yeah, no, it's gonna be really good. Like I, I um, because I saw, I think it's in like four parts or five parts or something, yeah. isn't it? It's like it's it, it, I specifically decide each episode for what I can tell. Like one's called love, the one's called like career, the one's called something else. So he just mm-hmm. goes into different points. He doesn't just. It's not like a follow him round. Like, yeah. do you ever watch that Lewis Capaldi one, Siobhan? Do you ever watch that one? I did, and I cried. I cried. Oh, is that good? Like, I saw him back in January live, and like, I just like even after watching the documentary, I appreciate him. Like, I was already a fan of him, obviously, but I even appreciate him more now. And like, I hope like when it comes to like making his third album, that he does take like if he needs to take any break to work himself, all of that, just make sure he takes his time that no one in the music industry is, like, rushing him or anything. Like, just, like, once he's in a good place to do all of it, that's the main thing. And that's, like, like and fans will understand that. And say, and he also makes good music videos and make me cry. So that's oh, really good. Ryan, you're still on about this. Oh, Wish you were... Anyway. So she all... That video! That video is so upsetting. See, Siobhan agrees. Oh, of course she does. Do you want to, do you want to come in next week, Siobhan? Siobhan's <laughs> <Like, yeah. laughs> going to have a week off his birthday. Anyway, so Siobhan, what's the, what's, what are your top three picks for Netflix this week? Ooh, ooh, what are my top three this week? So if I would say in terms of checking out, for example, a movie, I would say... Definitely check out Jumanji Next Level, which is the sequel to Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle. It, they're really good movies, very fun and entertaining. It would have dreamed The Rock Johnson, Kevin Hart, Jack Black. It's really good. And then with the sequel, Danny DeVito joins the cast, and they're just they're like really fun movies to us. So I would definitely recommend that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, trying to think what, what I would recommend. What about Disney Plus? How obviously bar the Ed Sheeran one? What else? Mm, Disney Plus. Disney Plus is a tough one now. I think because I, I was actually looking at what was new on Disney. I, I is it me or is there nothing really new on Disney Plus? I was kind of looking to see was there like much out there. I was kind of like very small, but it has a lot of iconic things, but nothing that like. Hmm? interesting to watch like because obviously like they have all the marvel stuff because obviously like garden galaxies was released um, yes have you seen that yet oh do you know what i would recommend and i i was really surprised that i saw it yet but i was thinking i've never i'm like i thought i heard of this before but i would recommend star wars visions which has its newest and last season out which is season two obviously i would recommend the Ed Sheeran, the sum of it all documentary, and Ray Lane, which is a movie that was out in cinemas a while ago, but now is out in digital. Well, thanks very much for letting us know. Thank you. We'll talk to you again next week for more recommendations. I'll talk to you, talk to you next week. Thank Bye, you. guys. That was Siobhan there. That was Siobhan. It went too quick there with a goodbye. Like, but right. yeah, you you were quite rude, right? And I didn't appreciate that. And I, yeah. So anyway, last minute of the show, Sean. Oh no, not again. not again, not again. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Cry. <laughs> Rachel, you enjoy your time here? Yeah, I had fun. Good. Yeah. That's a miracle. Yeah. I love, how, I love how we've not got a big game, we're just going to peter out, aren't we? Yeah, pretty much. Gonna, <laughs> should we count down now? Like, Go on, do a countdown, Ryan. 50, 49. No, no Ryan, Ryan, behave. <laughs> One thing we didn't do today, you lucky little ting, you. Yeah. You got away from the quiz. I know, you're going to do it with Kendall, well, You have a you? quiz. I quiz him usually every week because it annoys him a lot. I'll right, give me one question quick. Um... Quick, quick, quick. Um, um, you're going to get it wrong. I'm just warning you in <laughs> advance. One. one second. I'm going to pick the hardest one I have. Right, the hardest oh, question. Hi. What? You just turn off my mic. <laughs> right, you're, the hardest question I have. Quick, quick, quick. What was Madonna's first top ten hit? Uh, like a Virgin. No. What? It, it wasn't her That's first one. Cast. No. It was Holiday. I'm going to hit you another. Uh. That's easy. But Jared Leto is the front man of what band? Ah. Uh, <laughs> it's one you either know or you don't. You won't guess it. Not Proclaimers, no. God, no. no. I don't know, is it? Uh, 30 Seconds to Mars. Oh. I'm hitting you one more question. Uh, Jimi Hendrix only had one top 40 hit. What song was it? Yeah, I'm going to the 60s. These Do questions you... are hard. Yeah, I don't know. See, that's why I don't like them. I knew the answer <laughs> to all of these. Stupid. I'm very bad at quizzes, personally. I'm terrible at quizzes. Anyway, if you do want to do a quiz, the um, Cork Community Radio actually having a quiz on the, I believe it is, it's a, it's a date. Google it's it. It's a date. <laughs> Google it. It's, all, it's available on the Cork City Community Radio Facebook page and Instagram. Do, yeah, do that. Anyway, this is Ryan, sign off from Fast Lane with... Sean, I suppose.